0: Hey, I'm Iz. I'm Lex. And welcome to our Bullshirt Hour.
1: Second episode. We made it.
0: (laughs) We made it. So today, we're going to be sharing something very close to my heart. Um, I am notoriously unproductive, um, but this is the one piece of work that I've produced in my life that has actual value to me. This is my conspiracy theory of how we're living in 2012. I made this over the summer. It's maybe a forty-something slide PowerPoint, and we're just gonna go through it. Was I was out. there for
1: emotional support through it.
0: Mm-hmm. She she gave me a lot of the ideas. Um, Not a
1: lot, like two at most.
0: <laughs> but yeah, this is my this is my brainchild. Uh, I'm I, very proud of you. Thank you so much. That means a lot. I am like irrationally attached to the year 2012 like I've got a lot of nostalgia surrounding just 2012 and middle school in general um I really think I should look into this (laughs) but for now maybe um but
1: 2012 and 2013 were like the two worst years of my life so or one of them up there (laughs) so as much as I hate this I am happy for you that you can have this this little nostalgia moment even though it's probably escapism
0: it's very much escapism um, but yeah, 2012, I was in sixth grade in seventh grade. Uh I I would say what my life was comprised of, but that's really in the PowerPoint. So we're just gonna get right to it. Um so we're the first slide. It says we're living in 2012, a conspiracy theory by Isabel Comerford. Second slide. So we've got a cast of characters here, and there's six of them. Uh we're just gonna introduce them real quick. First First up, Taylor Swift. Starting off strong. Yes. Born December 13th, 1989 in Reading, Pennsylvania. She's a singer-songwriter with nine studio albums now. She's a goddess. Um, She recently (laughs) had LASIK surgery. We know this because of the Jimmy Fallon interview where her mom sent in the tape uh, of her uh, freaking out over a banana. I love that thing. Live for that video and I really think that if I was ever famous Jimmy Fallon like you or just somebody would send Jimmy Fallon either this powerpoint or
1: I'd have a lot to send Jimmy I would have a lot
0: <laughs> like a lot of my really bad playlists but I really
1: think this powerpoint would do it or just it's like- bad that I, I did not know she was born on the 13th like that makes a lot of sense <laughs> it, I know I, I'm, I'm being serious I really did not know that
0: what? I, I mean, feel terrible. I mean, I guess there people have like a lot of reasons for lucky numbers. My lucky number isn't the 26th. Um, What's your lucky number? 25 and 12.
1: And how'd you come up with that?
0: So 25 was the birth or my dog, my old dog's birthday. He was born on October 25th. And then 12, um, it started... Mostly because if I'm in a conversation and I have to like say a number and I'm exaggerating or something, I'll say 12 and it fits perfectly because it can be like a large number in some circumstances um, or it can be like really small. Um, Like if I'm saying, oh, I have to write a 12-page paper, that can be an exaggeration. Or if I'm saying, oh, there are 12 words on this page, that's also an exaggeration.
1: Um, I like the thinking.
0: Thank you. But I think it came about because... One, I think about the year 2012 like a lot, and then you do. Two,
1: I can vouch for that.
0: There are 12 districts, in- and <laughs> there's 13. <laughs> there is 13. 13. Okay, so district 12. <laughs> okay. That comes up a lot in the vernacular of Carver.
1: Yeah, it, does. it um, does. That checks out. Yeah, I, the, the number
0: 12. It comes up a lot. If you yeah, if you ever if you're ever in a conversation with me, and I'm if yeah, if I need to come up with a number, it's usually twelve. Um, Okay, yeah, Taylor Swift, the goddess among mortals. Next up, we've got Josh Hutcherson, born October twelfth, nineteen ninety two, in Union, Kentucky. Actor, hot in parentheses
1: previously. previously? Oh I wish I could show that picture. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> such a good picture. The
0: picture, picture was him at the uh what was he at? Where was he? The White House Correspondence Dinner in Oh, my
1: parents went to that. I think two 2000- thousand What? <laughs> yeah. Another time, another story.
0: Yeah. If it was two thousand twelve then <laughs> and Josh Anderson was there.
1: No, it was twenty the last it was 2015, it was, or 2016. 2016 it was the last one before Obama left.
0: Oh, my God. Or would that have
1: been 2015? No, it was 2016.
0: Your parents are yeah. so cool. I, I just... Oh, know. I know. Ugh. I know. jealous. I'm so jealous. I'll but never yeah, be them. But Josh Hutchinson used to be hot. He was... I w- yeah, he was the hottest person on the planet up until about 2015, and that's when he didn't have his Hunger Games trainer anymore. He didn't have to be, like, jacked for any projects. Uh, so he let himself go. I'm sorry. If Josh Hutcherson ever listens to this, I am so sorry. I am a diehard Josh stan. Um, I'm a really he great is. fan. But I can also admit when... You
1: also did just say he let himself go.
0: Yes, I can... Admit <laughs> That's that terrible. I'm a big enough person to admit when things have gone a little too south. I think this is for his sake.
1: I, lo- I also bad. love that you're assuming that this pu- this two-person podcast of two random college girls are going to go so big that Josh Hutcherson <laughs> would be at risk of listening to it. That makes me happy. I think he's so at risk. It's, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. The, 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 I like the
1: bullet point love of my life. He and doesn't he, like it when teen girls show up at his house on Christmas, as if like you know from experience.
0: I don't know from experience, but he said in an interview that he or Two girls one time woke up or they they stalked his house. They stopped and stalked him to his house on Christmas. They drove from Chicago um and came up to his house and then they rang the doorbell and his dad answered and they were like or his dad was like, Josh, it's for you. (laughs) And then he had to be like, hey guys, what's up? They answered. He answered (laughs) not like they weren't home and they clearly drove a while <laughs> but he wasn't a fan of that uh two people also stalked him to it was like two girls and their mother stalked him to Cincinnati or somewhere in Ohio where he was something yeah very creepy and they stalked him to like his Airbnb or wherever he, wherever he was staying um he just woke up and there were like some girls posted up by his mailbox yeah, I'm a big fan, but I'm not, I know, I know personal boundaries. I I know when you you shouldn't show up people in people's houses. Like Taylor Swift has said, she said in the Miss Americana documentary, um, some guy like broke into her apartment, slept in her bed. That is the line I'm gonna, I, I stop
1: at good oh I'm glad you know your boundaries I know my boundaries I'm very proud
0: Um, of you thank you I also no I in all seriousness I love Josh Hutcherson this is I feel so bad if he ever sees this
1: He okay the introduction of Josh Hutcherson has gone on for long enough
0: it's gone on for way too long but yeah he's the love of my life and I think I've I can admit that at that point like there's no Uh, here we
1: go this is my this is my shirt okay one Direction, One Direction formed July twenty third, twenty ten, on this little show called The X Factor in London, England. <laughs> it is a pop band featured of Harry Styles, Louis Tomlinson, Niall Horan, Zayn Malik, and the Love of My Life Liam Payne. I uh, I don't I don't remember. I think I saw them in twenty thirteen live.
0: You s- oh I keep forgetting you saw them live. My sister.
1: I did. I cried.
0: I'm so jealous. You've seen One Direction, Taylor Swift. I'm. In so Take
1: Me Home, I saw the Midnight Memories tour. I saw oh, the 23rd, yes. And so the, but Take Me Home came out in 2012, mm-hmm, and they broke hard. up. They took a small 18-month break in August of 2015. It's been five years Wonder. I'm waiting for James Corden to kidnap them and get them back together. I'm waiting. James I'm, Corden.
0: I would watch the heck out of that episode of Late Late Show.
1: Um. Everyone has been on his TikToks, everyone in his YouTube videos, everyone comments. To, mm-hmm. for him to kidnap One Direction.
0: He he needs to.
1: He has the power to. He does. He and he chooses it. not to. And that's rude.
0: How dare he? Um, but yeah, at it's the North Andover Youth Center, DJ Rainbow played them a lot. Um, so whenever I hear a One Direction song, I immediately think of middle school dances. Um, I didn't go to that many. Uh, I was... Either like sitting on the bleachers for them, or I was like in the middle of a hula circle. Interesting.
1: Your childhood mm. fascinates.
0: It me. was the vibe. Um, yeah. And then my sister took my dad to their concert instead of me. That was mainly because he had a car I didn't. But I was a little bit hurt. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I
1: would be too. I was very and hurt. It was it was 2012 or 2013? My mom gave me the option to either go see One Direction and Chris or Kristen Chenoweth. And I went with One Direction. Because you should. Yeah. I, I loved stars. Kristen Chenoweth.
0: Yeah.
1: She's but I, fantastic. Uh, but I think I One Direction, there yeah. they had more of like a cultural moment. Yeah. Like I had a One. I had a Liam Payne doll. Like you know the they made like the Barbie dolls. I had a One I had a Liam Payne one. Oh, I, I think my sister Also, I don't know. And then when I, I, like, moved middle school, like, after middle school, I moved, and I went to this high school, and I, my first class was English, and our teacher, I hated these. I have, like, such bad anxiety, and the teacher was, like, okay, name five things about you, and, like, I, I was, like, trying to think of things about me, but I was also, like, probably TMI. I was in witness protection program, and so, like, I was, like, also freaking out about, like, what can I say, like, legally, and so I was, like, I really like One Direction (laughs) and everyone just looked at me like and I just that was it and apparently there was one of my friends was also in that class like we became friends and she was like I also liked One Direction but I didn't want to seem like a loser and I was like oh okay there was a lot to unpack there (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) okay what's number four just gonna, you know, okay. quick segue.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we can talk about the later. I have no idea in witness protection. Okay. That's that's enough on that. So, um, <laughs> suit number four, Suzanne Collins, um, born August tenth, nineteen sixty two, in Hartford, Connecticut. She was an, She is. She's not dead. She's an author and television writer. Um, some of her books, The Hunger Games trilogy, uh, which was written from two thousand eight, two thousand ten. We got the Underland chronicle series, and then most uh a really prevalent book in this powerpoint the ballad of songbirds and snakes which was released in 2020 she needs a therapist i just want to put that out there i hope she has one these books are all dark and they're all aimed at middle schoolers i reread mockingjay over the summer and i was in a depression hole for a solid three days um they're all like they all end up like drug addicts and depressed and i'm like what is going on um, okay, yeah, number five, we got Rick Riordan, this is a little more upbeat, um, born June 5th, 1964 in San Antonio, Texas. He's an author, uh, um, and his books that he's written, Percy Jackson and the, Olympi- uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympian series, I Can't Talk Tonight, Here is of Olympus series, and then The Trials of Apollo. Uh, he's got more. Um, I just... Couldn't fit them all on a PowerPoint without it being an aggressive amount of words. And then King of Learning Disability Awareness. Oh my goodness. Percy Jackson was written because he was coming up with like bedtime stories for his son who had or who has dyslexia and ADHD. Oh, It's my favorite, like, that's my favorite book origin story ever. Oh my God. Because like growing up, this was one of the only book series that I could get through. And like confidently know that I could finish and understand what was going on without having to read a billion times. But now I know why. So, yeah. And then he's a
1: savage on Twitter, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Okay. I was. I'm literally looking on right now in j- this July. You know how I'm in like the. We like took quizzes on which house we were in. Who are you in? Who's your who's your father or your parent? Oh, yeah. Hermes. Hermes. So I was in the Hunters of Artemis. I think that really fits. And the, this summer, Rick Riordan came out and said that Artemis is arrow ace. Oh, really? Oh, that just that. like now it's all, like a whole nother level. Hmm. Wow. She really is my mom. I'm very, I'm very happy about this. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, wow. Okay, you can keep going. I'm just very happy over here.
0: Also, have if you're a hunter of Artemis, you could have like a different godly parent and just join the hunters of Artemis. Oh, I forgot
1: about that. I haven't read these books in a while.
0: They're so good. Oh my god. I am yeah, I'm forever in awe of this series. It's just fantastic. Um, And every time I, like, read them, I go through, like, a weird phase where I'm just, like, <laughs> I listen to a lot of Fallout Boy, and <laughs> I have a sword. I don't own a sword. I have a plastic sword, and then I was teaching myself the Obi-Annie spin over the summer, um, Hot as you so said. said. Some hot girl short Same. right there. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, how would this look like with a sword? <laughs> so I uh, I was just practicing the obi spin with a sword, pretending like I was in a sword fight in Percy Jackson. <laughs> it was a great time. Okay. Number six. Is this going to load? It should load. Okay. Stephanie Meyer. Born December twenty fifth, nineteen seventy three, in Hartford, Connecticut. She's an author of the Twilight series, um, and a book called Midnight Sun. Uh, last points is irrelevant, and in parentheses, culturally speaking, but she's very important to theory. Um, yeah, she was the author of Twilight. I never read the books, so I can't really say. You know that. how
1: Fifty Shades of Grey. So, you know how. Um, so MCR. Like, My Chemical Romance was yeah. formed after 9-11. Mm-hmm. And MCR, like, inspired Stephanie Myers to mm-hmm. write Twilight. And yeah. then Fifty Shades of Grey is Twilight fan fiction. Yes. So, Bush did Fifty Shades of Grey.
0: He did. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> that's, like, one of my favorite, like, theories on Tumblr.
0: I love that so much. So <laughs> That's so funny. That's really funny. Um... Yeah I can't say too much about the books. Never read them. My cousin really liked them and she she to this day I'll send her Twilight content and she'll get really upset because she's trying to disassociate herself with the Twilight series but <laughs> once you've gone through that phase I don't think you can I don't think it can ever leave you. Like you're just forever the Twilight girl. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. like to this day um like my cousins still like associate with me me with Harry Potter and then I brought the last the second one or with the Hunger Games I don't know if um people associate me with that because I went through a Hunger Games phase in middle school or if I went through <laughs> I if like the resurgence because people my cousins still definitely remember me for my Josh Hutcherson phase it's not a phase mom um but <laughs> uh Okay. And it really wasn't. It really wasn't. Um, yeah, I can't tell if that's just because, like, me bringing it back, or if they still remember that. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to get into the theory. So it starts off, Defining 2012 Culture, Percy Jackson. So the Percy Jackson books were written from, they, starting 2005, I believe. Let me go back. Uh, written from 2005 to 2009 um the first movie percy jackson and the olympians the lightning thief uh starring logan lerman alexandria uh Adr- alex i can't remember her name i can't uh alexandra daddario uh
1: i wish i remembered more about these books but you you continue
0: amazing uh released february 12th 2010 um and then the Sea of Monsters book or movie was released August seventh, two thousand thirteen. Um, the two movies, Dumpster Fires, like that's yeah, just in terms of how well they stick to the book, they they did a serious disservice to Rick Riordan or Riordan. I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's Riordan or Riordan. For some reason, I think Riordan's cooler, so I just say Riordan. But um. They were not okay, like but that.
1: it was not as bad as the Shadowhunters first movie. Did you watch? Were you into those? No, I wasn't. Oh, that movie was like a dumpster fire. Like oh, it, that had Lily Collins, right? It was so bad. I think so. It was, was so bad. Also, the fifth Mortal Instruments book came out in twenty twelve. I was that was like a big part of my growing up. Oh. I was obsessed with those books.
0: You've mentioned them a few times and I feel bad I haven't like dug further into that because I really feel like you could have <laughs> had a moment with that. <laughs> like, I've just been having yeah. for the past like six months. Um, yeah, those two movies, they did a serious disservice to Griden. Um, nothing like the books. They made the characters uh, like five years older-ish um, because it took place when he was 15, 16 I want to say. And then he was supposed to be 12, um, in or 11 or 12 in the books. Um, and Rick Ryan, he didn't even read, or he didn't see the movie because he read the script. He was like, this is awful. Please don't do this. Uh, and Chris Columbus, he went ahead and just greenlit a movie that was nothing like books. I feel so bad. Like, they got rid of half the plot. There was never... But- uh- the whole movie is just about them trying to find these pearls so they can get to Hades. Th- that's not even a thing in the books. <laughs> like,
1: but there's a light at the end of the tunnel.
0: There is. Um. So, Percy, like Percy Jackson, the Olympic, Olympian series, is being made into a series on Disney Plus. I'm so excited. They're gonna have um actors that it's the same ages as the characters, and Rick Ryan is gonna be supervising this whole thing um and it's just gonna be great I'm so excited to see what they do and TikTok is really convinced that Logan Lerman should play should play Poseidon I don't think yes he he should I don't think okay I don't know if I want him to play Poseidon or if I want him to play like Hermes or something
1: because I feel like he's a little too young to play Poseidon I want um (laughs) John Mulaney to play Hermes
0: (laughs) yes no I love that that's so funny Again, John Mulaney, I hope you're doing great. Um,
1: and Artemis is gonna be asexual. I'm so I'm having a moment over here. You really are. I love that so much. I'm fine. I'm fine. You look like you're doing great. It's, I'm really happy for you. Are, like 15 year old Alexis would be so happy right now.
0: Oh, that's adorable. I, yeah, I just can't see Logan Lerman as, like, a father of an, a 12-year-old kid. Mainly because... But, the go- I, like, the, they're gods. They're not aging. I know, but they're... I'm just like, if I watch that, it would take me out of the
1: scene. And I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I think he... Wait, Logan, there's a specific picture that, Logan, like... Oh, this one. There's, like, a very specific picture where I'm like, yeah. What that's what he looks like.
0: Yeah. I know what you're talking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where he's like sort of graying. Yep. He looks great. Silver fox yes. is Lerman at 28. Um, Logan Lerman, I just want to say consistency. He was my type when I was 10. He's my type now. So <laughs> um
1: yeah, he he we looks do great. have a thing for older guys? Do I? <laughs> How have I just started to know I, I have not noticed this. I
0: just want to say the last guy I dated was almost two years younger than me. <laughs> so,
1: Will was two years younger than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for saying his name. Sorry, <laughs> he's my team. So, I didn't know that. Guys, That's fine. He, I mean,
0: like a year and three quarters, because I think his yeah, his birthday is in July.
1: God, he's younger than my brother. Oh God in the same name let's not touch that right now
0: we're not gonna touch oh my gosh that. wait
1: okay so I want to bring up the Mortal Instruments for a minute. I don't even know how this fits back into 2020 because I'm—I I, unlike you, I did not slip back into the um, my 2012 era, but um, the Mortal Instruments City of Lost Souls came out in 2012. And in 2015 or 16, I went to get my book signed by Cassandra Clare and I got it signed. First of all, did you know that the Mortal Instruments is was fan fiction written on fanfiction.net. Oh, it was, I swear to God, it's Ron and Ginny fan fiction. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it it's is. Not. I refuse to yes, believe that. Is. That's so yes, gross. it is. I'm
0: gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. And so
1: they took, she took all of her fan fiction off the internet. And then they like published it as this like whole new thing. And there's like a whole incest plot that's like spicy and um oh. but i went to get my book signed and you could put a question into a hat and so i asked what happened to magnus bain in peru because they don't answer it and she looked at the question and she's like this is a dumb question you should read like my new book on Magnus Bane and she was just she made fun of me just so she could sell this new book and everyone in the crowd laughed and like they didn't know it was me because it said Alexis but like no one in the crowd like knew it was me I put it in a hat and she's like this is dumb like you should read my new book on Magnus Bane and I was like I read that book and you didn't answer the question Magnus gets a letter and he didn't even know they don't tell him why he was banned from Peru. And so she just used my question to like sell her new book. And it bothered me so much. And I like went to go get my book signed after and I like glared at her and I was like, you just ruined this for me.
0: That's horrible. Oh my god. I know. You'll never meet your heroes. Exactly. Oh, I totally
1: agree. I'm sorry. That sucks. Anyway. Unless it's Michelle Obama. That was the best moment of my life. Oh, I'm so jealous.
0: She's the queen. <laughs> so much. Um Everyone, Michelle, or everyone thought that Michelle should run for president. Like I really wanted it. Yeah. Too. I really, fe- I feel like she would have hated it. Okay, I, I got really excited. Yeah. Um. Uh. What was I just gonna say? Oh God. Um. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. So in seventh grade, my friend this I wasn't friends with her. This was my friend Jamie's old best friend Danielle. She got her one of her Percy Jackson books signed by. Rick Riordan. I was so jealous. I, I took a picture of it with my, like, old flip phone, and I still keep it. <laughs>
1: just so I could look at it. It's so, it's nice looking. I don't know. I'm really jealous. That man I'm is- gonna write him. What? I'm gonna find his PO. I'm finding his PO box right now. Please do. I would just send him. I'm, I'm dead serious right now. I am writing him. I'm gonna reread the books. hmm <laughs> I want
0: to send him, like, my life story and be like, hi, you've helped me through a lot. So... <laughs> Okay. another defining 2012 culture moment, The Hunger Games. So, the um those books written in the late 2010 or late 2000s, um the the first movie came out on March 23rd, 2012. Um the first movie is one of the, the four mov- one of the four movies that I own on my laptop. Guess what the other 3 are. <laughs> um I yeah. <laughs> There um, I can't tell if they're actually good movies or if I just like them too much to, and they're blurring my vision. No comment. I think they're great. <laughs> they're,
1: um. I-, I have never seen someone slip so effortlessly back into a phase as you did this quarantine into the Hunger Games. Like, no. I like, you like, it just happened. It just happened. And it was strange. It was very strange. <laughs>
0: No, I I used And I just, to tell, I just watched it all
1: from afar on Zoom, and it was <laughs> strange. I used to tell you that
0: if you ever met middle school me, you would not only be friends, and
1: I will effectively say, be best friends in middle school.
0: This is middle school me now, and we're still best friends. So, uh, we would we would have been
1: good friends in high school. I mean, middle school.
0: Yeah, we would have. I
1: think we would just. I don't know about high school. High school? Middle school was so chaotic,
0: yeah. Middle school was chaotic, or er, high school is was just deep
1: a into a, like a tumbler phase, like not like other girls' phase. But also, I was the kid of a principal, and so I didn't have any friends.
0: Oh, I would said-
1: I'm not trying to like get pity, Like it's fine, but like it was just like really, it was a rough time.
0: I'm so sorry, I've heard this all before, but every single time, I'm just like, wow, that's. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> I feel so bad, but I think I feel like learned- everyone has a rough time in middle school.
1: Middle school sucks.
0: <laughs> middle school. I okay, wrong person to be t- like asking. I know, cause, yeah, because I really like fa- not romanticize or fantasize about it. I just it. I have a lot of nostalgia surrounding middle school because I was not like high school. I was just like consistently burned out. And then, like, I was making a bunch of weird decisions. Um, yeah, so I think middle school, <laughs> this was my time to shine
1: in my eyes. But then I look back, and I'm like, this is weird. Why are you? Like, middle school wasn't that. I time. don't remember most of it. Like, I genuinely do not remember most of my middle school years. And I was talking to my therapist, and apparently that's, like, trauma blocking or whatever yeah. it's called. I don't know. I should listen to my therapist more. <laughs> I don't remember... I don't remember a lot of like
0: sophomore, junior, sophomore year high school. Like high school, know. yeah, high school. I block a lot of that out, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's trauma. Mm-hmm. It's just, like everything's just one kind of blur of me pulling all nighters. No, um, oh.
1: it's fine. Let's- <laughs> but I like I was a hunger like I was a Percy Jackson fan. I was a Hunger Games fan. Like I was like I had like a big like not big, but I had like a pr- like a Tumblr presence. I would say. Like, people, like, I had, like, a fall, like, it's strange. I don't like to think about this. Um, (laughs) I I was big into it, like, fandom Tumblr, and so, like, the fact that I, like, huh? I wasn't Tumblr, I wasn't on
0: Tumblr, but I was, like, Tumblr adjacent, so I would, Uh, like, Instagram. Yeah, I was, like, always on fan pages for stuff, and that was usually Instagram, mm. and then it would always, like, lead me to, like, Tumblr links, and then it just, like, screenshots a lot of Tumblr, Tumblr, so I knew of it, and I knew of, like, the whole culture, but I just never got on it. I never had an account. Uh,
1: yeah. But we're was gonna- mostly the Mortal Instruments. Like, that was, like, mostly what I did. Mm-hmm. And then H- Hunger Games, Percy Jackson. I don't remember what else. Um. Kind of Harry Potter, but not really like huge into it. But like, I don't, I could not tell you the plot of like any of the Percy Jackson books. They anything past the first Hunger Games book.
0: They're very much um, Percy Jackson. It's very, it, it feels kind of like Greek myths because like a lot of a lot of stuff happens very 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 fast. So then everything kind mm-hmm. of goes together, and you're like, oh, this is sort of what happened. Um, but yeah, I just reread them so they're a little more fresh on the brain but I like when I reread them I genuinely had no idea what was going on whereas with the Hunger Games I can tell you exactly what was going on like I knew it was going to happen right before everything had happened um right before I like I would reach apart and be like oh I need to put it down because I know what's going to happen next um or I think I just need to explain how I got back into the Hunger Games over the summer um I'm just going to credit 2020 on this uh very much at home very much bored um me and my best friend from middle school who named simona i love her so much um she was reading the hunger Games. she was rereading The hunger games this was our thing in middle school we were like the two hunger games benches um <laughs> like if anybody in middle school had anything hunger games to say they would like go to us and be like hey we read it too <laughs> So I was people oh would send that's me awesome. stuff. Like if I barely talk to them, they just send me hungry and stuff. And they're like, Yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> I'm like, oh thanks. That's adorable. Um,
1: but she was reading
0: them and I was like, hey, we should watch a movie over FaceTime. So we watched the first one and then it immediately sort of clicked in my mind. We went like, south can, from there. Yeah, I could immediately like feel like the switch turning. I was just like, oh no, this isn't going anywhere. Good. I stayed that uh the night or that night, I stayed up watching I read I watched the first two movies and then I would uh I grabbed all my books and went through and reread a bunch of scenes. I I didn't or I reread I think I oh god I read the cave scene beach scene and then like some scenes of mockingjay and the next night I just sat and read the Hunger Games all day. Um I oh, my book goodness, this. I remember this. Yeah, and I was up, I was up to like 5 a.m. texting you and I was like there's no day, no night. There was just the Hunger Games. <laughs>
1: I bet I could go find back and oh my gosh we send way too many texts to each other I could not go back and find that actually it would take me a couple couple hours
0: oh my god it was okay
1: just- I don't know so you went into a Hunger Games phase like deep uh-huh. and I don't know what happened but I went into a Star Wars phase and okay. I have never had a Star Wars phase like this was new to me like I was, I always liked the movies especially the prequels because like I grew up with those but I like never had like a Star Wars phase and then all of a sudden like we we watched the force did we watch the force awakens together
0: no watched I watched
1: some movie together we watched um I think it was
0: uh Return of the Jedi
1: yes mm-hmm. and then it just went south from there yeah. and I looked it up and I don't know how this is related but in 2012 lucas films was sold to Disney oh my god and it's 2012 it's 2012. 2012. Mm-hmm. But I like, yeah, I I spent too much money on some lightsabers, and no, I too much. I'm currently sitting with my baby Grogu um, plush.
0: I think any purchase Grogu. that like becomes part of your personality, it was a purchase that was worth it. Oh
1: yeah, it's a part of my personality. Yeah. <laughs> Being able to do the Obi Annie spin is like my half my personality at this
0: point. I love that so much for you. Um I'm getting the lightsabers and the will. I just want to put that out there. It's on like Spotify. I do have a
1: will. <laughs> yes. I had two nightmares like back to back about being in like a mass shooting and so I woke up the next day and I created a will and Isabel is my executor and it's not a legal binding document but I hope that everyone who is a part of it and all my family members will respect that it is a binding document in my heart and now we have it in recording and I'm this is this is me saying that I hope you respect my will with Isabel as the executor and she gets my laptop and my phone for one week.
0: Yeah, same goes to you. You need to delete. <laughs> I have a lot of weird files of just like screenshots of stuff. Like, you know, I can delete screenshots, but then if I screenshot a document, it'll go to my files automatically. Um, so I just need to get rid of that. Okay. So you need to erase that. Okay. You can erase like half my but Google Docs. Um, my I just need you to delete Wattpad.
1: <laughs> oh my god. That's it.
0: Perfect. I can I can do that. I know how to do that yeah okay. just go in okay. delete my like browser history um <laughs> yeah a lot of it's not like weird it's just like you know it's weird it's weird but who else is it who is it okay next slide um oh <laughs> so uh this slide I, you can't see it it's a podcast but this is just a picture of me and my siblings taken on march 24th 2012 the day at the, which was the day after the first Hunger Games movie came out in theaters, uh, we were at the. This looks like the Burlington Mall. I can't tell. if This is yeah. This is. Who cares? Sure. Uh, it's a mall, and it's got Chick Fil A. And then for some reason, my mom had us pose with the Eat More Chicken cow. There was they had the mascot there that day. Um, terrifying. But just to get like a picture in people's minds, I'm wearing baggy jeans that are cuffed. Um a I had a weird I had a ponytail, I had a low ponytail in, or like a mid ponytail. I don't I don't know. Uh headband, um Nike tumper like Nike plush um flip flops. This is the middle of March. Why am I wearing flip-flops? Um uh, I'm holding like a it looks like a high You're
1: stepping on your brother's foot. I just yeah. noticed that.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah, you are. It's great. Um uh, sorry. I like a high C fruit punch drink. And then in my right hand I'm holding my original copy of The Hunger Games. Um it kinda got destroyed because I would uh I would take it play I would take it like everywhere and then I would use it as like um you know how you people people use like magazines as like desktops sometimes if they need to like write on something mm-hmm. it was like that for me and i would just like doodle stuff so etched in my original copy of the hunger games it's just like a lot of toilet paper um nerd you can just like barely make it out <laughs> and then oh it's got <laughs> a duct tape wallet in my pocket
1: i don't know if you can see that <laughs> <gasps> Yeah. Oh my gosh. This was definitely 2012 when this happened. I like remember being at like my parents were divorced and I remember being at my dad my biological dad's house and doing the the cup oh, day, the cup song oh, and sending oh, it to oh, my mom oh, my on my iPod and like sending it to my mom on my iPod and she was like great job. <laughs> oh my I like vividly remember that.
0: <laughs> Me and my middle school friends I don't know why Nana, we would we were when Pitch Perfect came out this was 2013 but she would come over and we watched Pitch Perfect and whenever um that the cup song scene came on one of us would or like we'd both both pause get a cup and then um (laughs) do the thing (laughs) and we had to like be on cue for that it was funny um but yeah eat more chicken guys or don't no don't don't go to Chick-fil-a don't go don't go to Chick-fil-a that the eat more chicken is just the title of the slide it's funny um why is my sister so like somewhat stylish she
1: was maybe eight there um, she kind of looks the same she does my sister doesn't age i love your sister she, we're she's the same person i don't know why i'm friends with you although <laughs> <to be> <laughs> she never responds to our group chat anymore
0: i know she's like why is this a thing and i'm like it ha- just let it be a thing
1: rude rude
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> i'm not sending any more tiktoks to you two
0: she likes the tiktoks she's just like i just want to know how this started um cuz i'm the third sister you're I am the your third, third sister. sister no this yes. is perfect accept In- it okay next slide okay so the plot thickens pun intended so on may 19th 2020 um a book called the ballad of songbirds and snakes was released uh, it is the prequel to the Hunger Games. It takes place, uh, like sixty-four years, uh, before the the first book. Um, so it's the tenth Hunger Games. Uh, Coriolanus Snow, he's a mentor, in yeah, the tenth Hunger Games, um, and he is mentoring the girl from District Twelve,
1: um, and. I haven't got that far in the book yet, <laughs> but yeah, you keep starting this book and then finishing it. I mean, not finishing it, and then just like getting distracted.
0: Yeah, I get very distracted. Um, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good book. I I don't know if this is true, but I think I saw something where I'm on like a lot of my Instagram Explore page just because I follow Josh Hutcherson uh, is like Hunger Games content. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't follow any of those weird accounts. Um, but I do go and look at them and save a lot of their posts. And one, like one post I remember said, uh, it was like a quote from Josh. He was like, oh yeah, I'd love to return to the series eventually. Um, if this was a thing. Um, and I have that, that post gave me like so much serotonin because I was just like, yes, (laughs) more Josh. Um, uh, yeah, that book came out in 2020, and funny coincidence, I think not. Um, okay, so the next slide. Uh, so the uh, or the production company that made The Hungry Games, Lionsgate, has said that they're going to make an adaptation of a ballad of song, their ballad of songbirds and snakes. They are. Um, yes. I have not know. heard this. This is from The Wrap. I can look up if there's any more. No, think. this is exciting. I'm excited. I haven't looked to, to see if this is fake yet. It could definitely be fake. Um, I'll fact could, check you t- keep talking. Please do. Thank you. This will be like one of those news things on the New York Times where it's like we fact check Donald Trump and he's a liar. Um. Uh, well, that's most of what he says.
1: Um but it's got the this website said the plans are underway casting has not yet begun oh i love it perfect um the one thing that uh this
0: one of the producers did say uh some girl tweeted like uh lucy gray barrett should be um uh not white and i totally support that that's i think that's awesome because in the book they give a very ambiguous um character description of Katniss uh she's supposed to have like olive skin and uh like dark hair and a lot of people took that for she should be like not white um and some people were upset that they the Jennifer Lawrence was cast just because um like she's white but I think this will I don't know it'll be cool it'll be cool um they're doing good things (laughs) i feel like i'm I so like getting into dangerous waters where i didn't need to uh but yeah directed by francis lawrence and i'm excited okay this side's more for my own personal entertainment um so i spent a lot of time
1: on tiktok this summer as a lot of people did. definitely spend more time than you <laughs> you did should we look at my screen time oh my goodness <laughs> But, yes, the second one, I think I sent you that one. Mm-hmm. That's oh, the first yeah, one. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet.
0: hmm Also, like, a lot of Hunger Games TikToks to show up in my explore page. Um, uh, but, yeah, this my favorite TikTok on the planet is guy pretending he's in the arena and he's got his dueling go up, <laughs> and then it goes off. How much time did you spend on <laughs> TikTok? I'm watching you with your fi- no.
1: hair. No.
0: No. No. 10 hours Never mind. Oh, God. And then another good one. It's this guy pretending he's on the... End. 12 hours? 11? 13? 14? 15? 16? Keep going. Is this... Wait. Is this for the entire... Like, since you the, the week.
1: The week. 100? You think I've spent 100 hours on TikTok this week? I don't know. Um <laughs> 12. Nineteen hours twelve, haha. Um nineteen hours and fifty-six minutes. Oh my god. And I spent three and a half hours on Wattpad. I am unwell. I'm unwell. No, but to be great. fair, the fix your attitude sequel came out this week. Fix so your... I have been reading that. You had
0: to. Did I... I tell you about that? Did I tell you about that? No, you didn't.
1: The Fix Your Attitude sequel came out this week. Oh the um, writer just announced it, and ah, she released like the first two chapters, and it's
0: so good. Oh, that's awesome! I became
1: obsessed with Fix Your Attitude this summer. If you haven't read it, don't <laughs> <I didn't mention
0: laughs> don't it last po- episode, but you sent me like a tiny bit at my request because I just wanted to see how horrible it was, and. Yeah. I sent
1: you the worst chapter too. I felt really bad about that.
0: No, I asked for it. I was like, send me the thing. And yeah. Um it's gonna take a little bit before I can rewatch the sequels. And not can't
1: look at my lightsaber anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Okay,
0: next next slide. Next Uh, slide. slide so we're gonna segue into the twilight section of this powerpoint it's not long if we have to yeah if the title of this slide is called if i must i didn't read twilight i will say i did have like a tiny twilight phase after thanksgiving um i watched all of the twilight movies through just because they're kind of like a weird cultural moment that's not why i just yeah they had their moment and they're bizarre. They're so weird. I just wanted to see how much of, like, a, a short show they were. Uh, my cousin, yeah, she was obsessed, and then my older mate, Caitlin, she's obsessed, um, so I I send her a lot of tic, uh, Twilight TikTok, so I am stuck on Twilight TikTok just because I send her everything, and I think the al- just the algorithm is just too good because they've got my, they know what I'm sending people, and maybe they've heard me talk about them. I don't know. Also, Robert Pattinson, He's a looker. He looks great. He's oh, I just think it's the funniest. I'm not a fan. Thing. I just think it's the funniest thing how he hates t- Twilight. It, like there are video there are a bunch of compilations on YouTube of him just um or, like ratting on, on the on the Twilight saga. It's so funny and he's like how did this even get published? It's so weird.
1: Um yeah. Sorry, this is going to be a distraction. I just made I made a TikTok and someone liked it and their username is trumps juicy tits. And they have 69 followers and their description is simply slut. Uh, I I'm genuinely scared of this person.
0: I don't know what to say. That's <laughs>
1: Sorry, keep going with the slide, but I just had to share. That that was that okay. scared me.
0: So Twilight released November, or the, the last movie was re- or Breaking Down Part Two was released November twelfth, two thousand twelve. Um, it having seen it now, weird movie. Um, <laughs> I had no idea what these movies were about up until the other week. I was at home in my apart in my apartment alone because my brother had COVID, so I couldn't go home for Thanksgiving. So I was just. Sadly, watching Twilight alone.
1: It was great. Um, the soundtracks. All I remember is the Bella. Where have you been, Loka? That's, like, my favorite line of the whole, the whole series. That's so funny.
0: Um, me and Caitlin, I send her... I, yeah, I said I send her a lot of TikToks, but she is in love with the dad. His name's Charlie. Jail. <laughs> no, it's a good Jail. opinion. Jail. Looking back, I'm just, like, I don't know. Like, if... Like a, if it was a twelve if I was a twelve year old, I'd be like, oh, he's a dad, whatever. But at twenty-one, I'm just like, yeah, he he's
1: almost a silver five. So the, the moral of today's podcast is that Isabel likes older men. That is what we have found out.
0: Younger or older? Not my age. Not your age. <laughs> Not my age. Younger or older. Um Yeah, should I unpack that? probably later um, later i think it's just sort of a coincidence yeah just just a coincidence probably okay yeah older or younger men okay the book that no one was asking for um on august 4th 2020 the book midnight sun was released it is just twilight from edward's perspective written by stephanie meyer um I don't know a single person who is like, oh yeah, hyping up this book, but I do know a few people who read about a Songbird and snakes, so that's why I'm inclined to call this slide the book no one was asking for. Also back
1: then Why is the cover I, up pomegranate?
0: I have no idea. That creeps me out so much, especially because Me too. Yeah, the have you seen Call Me by Your Name?
1: I know what scene you're about to refer to.
0: Yeah, I, I think. Know. Like, this book is a little bit more, it's like more sexual than like The Hunger Games or Percy Jackson. Um, so, just the there being a piece of fruit on the front cover makes me think of the Peach scene and call me
1: by your name. Nope. Nope. I, I refuse to watch it. I really refuse to watch it. Having, and like, this week I movie. found out that what is Elio's lover's name? I don't know. I've never seen the movie. But, and I specifically refused to re- watch that scene. But I found out that so Elio has his peach and then I found out that the guy eats it. <laughs> and that ruined my 2021. <laughs> that ruined it i will never recover i made a joke to my friend Yuming a
0: few months ago because i dropped a bagel on the ground or something and i was like what if someone came in and ate the bagel (laughs) yeah um and then i was uh, no i think she said what if someone came in and ate the bagel i was like did you say call me by your name
1: I I I could have gone my whole life without knowing that because the peach scene like I got over it I learned I was like okay fine and then I moved on and then I found out this like two days ago and I just you you found this out two days ago? yeah really? yep so tiktok oh my god
0: if you so if I describe this today on the podcast no how would you react would it just be like really bad
1: if we like watch the movie right now
0: no if we if I had to explain to you what went on in that scene right now what would it be like I know what
1: happens okay cool cool
0: Uh, yeah I know okay cool I'm just glad this isn't the first time you're hearing about this because I don't want to have to explain
1: what happened (laughs) I'm I'm still processing Mm -hmm. but it's okay we can move on I'm okay good Watch something else with Timothy Dalamite because I feel like yeah, have. Tiny can... Horse. <laughs> that is a cinematic masterpiece. It is. Mm-hmm. That's a good there one. There he is, my tiny, tiny horse. horse. He's in tiny today. And he's going away. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you, you can move on.
0: Yeah, my, my favorite thing someone sent me the other day um a was it you it might have been you no I think I said it it was a tiktok of someone was playing the audio from tiny horse over a compilation of like pictures of the hunger games cast (laughs) it was they were just talking about how. oh I did
1: see that you showed that to me (laughs) so funny I'm also a big fan of the umbrella academy and um Elliot Page is, like, 5'2", or 5'3", and the rest of the cast is all so tall, and so is pictures of Elliot Page with the rest of the cast, and it was that, it was Tiny Horse playing, and I love, oh, I love that, but yes, Josh Hutcherson is very short. I'm taller than him. He's not, okay, so he's
0: not, hmm. He's I am tall- taller than him. You're taller than him? <sighs> I'm 5'9". I, w- yes, you, I don't want to, okay, he's, like, short-ish, but... He's 5'7", which is taller than me. I'm 5'4". So, really anything. The, yeah, my, my, I've noticed my type in, like, human men is very different from my type in, like, fictional, like, Hollywood men, because.
1: Human men. (laughs) Human men. (laughs) Um, I'm attracted to Kit Fisto, and that's all. (laughs) So much.
0: Oh, my God. I've never. Have, have you? you?
1: Oh, you've never seen Clone Wars?
0: No, I haven't. I need to. I never get around. Okay, it. I never start series. I'm always like trying to finish something, like school-wise, and then I, if I'm procrastinating, I just go back to a TV show.
1: And like, oh, if I'm if i starting something, I need to commit to it. So, Kit yeah. Fisto in the movies. There's Kit Fisto in the movies, right? <laughs> that man terrifies me. Oh I'm scared of him. <laughs> uh, Kit Fisto in um the Clone Wars. That is a whole different man.
0: Still, still scary.
1: Yeah, but like,
0: somehow more attractive. I don't know why, but I'm getting Orlando Bloom vibes from
1: him. <laughs> That's okay, fair. Yeah, fair. I don't know. Um, but yeah, my my type in like regular
0: guys is like tall, skinny, and blonde. And then my <laughs> my, my taste in. Guys from Hollywood is always like medium height, brown hair, stocky-ish.
1: Yeah, That's- mine's Adam Driver. End of list. <laughs> oh, and Chris Evans in the smot Pot commercial, <laughs> and in um, there, In Knives Out with this cable knit sweater. <sighs> okay, but come on, if yeah, come on, come oh, on, right. the so cable knit sweater. I think that just
0: plays into your thing with Maine. Because I feel
1: like that's the very main thing. Oh. Like a fisherman sweater. Because you want a lobster, ma'am. Let me... Yeah, let me unpack this for a second. Let me think about this. Let me digest this information that I've just heard. And the Smot Pot commercial. Smot Pot. The New England accent. <laughs> wow. hmm Do I... Am I actually attracted to Chris Evans, or do I just want to move to Maine? I think you just want to move to Maine. That makes a lot more sense. I think
0: you're just no i'm I'm sorry
1: i'm digesting here this is a lot
0: attracted to chris evans part but partly because he gives you main vibes and you really love Maine.
1: yeah oh okay you can you can continue with the powerpoint i'm just gonna sit here and and think about this for a second cool
0: cool um (laughs) Okay, you're gonna want to like digest faster. Yeah, I have, I have
1: stuff. Yeah, I have okay. stuff to add here.
0: <laughs> so this part, I think, is the most important part in the entire PowerPoint because Taylor Swift has entered the chat. Um, so in 2012, this was the height of her Red era. Uh, the Red album was released October 22nd, 2012. Um, some great bops. I used to say that Red was my favorite album of hers, just because. One, nostalgia. Two, it used to that it was kind of the epitome of my old music taste. Like it was sort of like not quite pop, not quite country. Very alternative, very kind of like banjo. Um uh my favorite song of hers is actually Beginning End, just like in general. Um, and that's on the Red Album. It's so good. So good. Oh, and then another thing, October twenty-second, that is my annual holiday that I celebrate for no reason every year I go out and do something fun on October 22nd um and then I just happened what to... did you do this year this year I think I Facetime my sister for a while and I went on a run so it wasn't that great of like, a, an October 22nd it was like fine it was a, mostly a normal day but nothing bad happened um wait I
1: want to see when October 22nd was I think oh, it was I a Thursday you probably went to Zumba. No, I had a gym reservation on the twenty second. I love that I can see this. <laughs> yeah, on
0: um, I definitely FaceTime have... her, and I think I made her watch some YouTube video on FaceTime, and I went for a run, and that's about it. It was a nice run. Hmm. It was very like fall, and I was running over leaves, and that was cool. And then Aww, the midpoint pretty. of my run is this, um, the bench by a church in Newton Center. Um, but it's right across the street from an ADHD, like, learning center, <laughs> and I right next to my hair salon, oh yeah, but I didn't notice that until I got to my run. I was like, I need to stop, and then <laughs> I look up, and I've never felt more attacked in my life, um, yeah, but, oh yeah, okay, so back to the PowerPoint, uh, the red, I eyes. love
1: Taylor Swift, we both love Taylor Swift. We, we should both. just put that out there. You love her, yeah. Taylor I went to her 1989 concert. She's incredible. We're gonna try to go to Lover Fest, oh but God. I so All Too Well. Just like everyone else, it absolutely wrecks me. Mm-hmm. It as it should. Like it's so good. Jake Gyllenhaal. What the what the what the what heck? did you do to her? <laughs> what did you do to Taylor? Um, but I have not had a song wreck me like All Too Well, than Champ like than champagne problems does. Like uh, that song in the past like how long has this been out? Three weeks? Two weeks? Three weeks?
0: December. Was, you wanna say? Was when it came out?
1: Yeah. It Yeah. Wow. It feels like just yesterday. <laughs> Whenever I'm having like I have like it's been a rough couple weeks. That song has like not gotten me through it, but has been there the whole time and has aided me along. <laughs> And then also, we both got into because well, you were in your Hunger Games phase, yes. and then I just kind of like was along for the ride, mm-hmm. and that's when we I started listening to um Safe and Sound again, that's like overnight, a like a lot, like just like to sleep. Me
0: too. That was, I listened. Okay, so on my Spotify Wrapped, it said I listened to four, uh to Safe and Sound 418 times, uh in one year. It, was it
1: your top song?
0: It was my top song, um, but 418 times I listened to Safe and Sound. The most times I listened to it in a day was like 100 um, and Then, but I what, I cannot see that. What is
1: your top song? Go to Town. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course.
1: This is from the other week. <laughs> we need to go through our Spotify wrapped at some point because yeah. Safe and Sound was my number third song, Was my num- was my third song. Yeah, uh, Safe and Sound is- And it's name. only because I would sleep it to it. It was, like, a comforting song for me to sleep to. I, would,
0: I I don't know. Back in the day, I would just listen to it, like, whenever that was, like, my running song, my, like, I, my music taste, it, it's never been, like, sorted out between moods. It's always just, like, oh, whatever I'm feeling, and usually it's Safe and Sound. Um, but, yeah, Safe and Sound is my number one most listened to song on Spotify of all time. Um... According to Obscurify. Uh, really too much, I love Obscurify. That song was released December 26, 2011. Um, uh, it was written for The Hunger Games, obviously. Really good song. Um, so, th- obviously in 2012, or 2020, the one thing that saved 2020 was the Folklore album. Um,
1: I can, I think you agree. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, wait, you're saying Folklore was the best album of 2020?
0: Yes. It was the thing that saved
1: 2020. <sighs> yes, I think it saved 2020. I think Folklore was the best, or Evermore was the best album of 2020. I like Evermore I more, know, more than Folklore. I don't know which
0: when I like more. I think that, I don't know. I think that Folklore has helped me through it a little bit. Not, like, helped me through it more, just because if, in... When this album came out, I was already like deep in my Hunger Games phase, and I was like, I'm cool. 2020 can just keep going. I'm going to sit here in 2012. Um, <laughs> but um, I have more emotional attachment to folklore just because uh, I'm not going to say recent breakup. August. Recent, recent thing. Yeah, August. I listen to it too much. That song uh, hits
1: me a little too hard right now. Um, See, Stevie also, our, friend, our mutual friend, also likes Folklore better than Evermore, but I think the issue is she was falling in love when Folklore came out, like, mm-hmm. like actively falling in love with someone, and then you have August, and, like, you guys have, like, all these emotional attachments to these songs. I have never been in a relationship. I have never been close to having a relationship, and I think that is why I can objectively look at these two albums and tell you which one is better. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's Evermore.
0: It's, okay, it's Evermore, I believe you.
1: Um. Okay, but Marjorie, I mean, I do, I, I do have emotional, like, att- attachments to this one, like, she does go a little bit more country in this one, and, like, that's kind of more of her, like, 2012 vibe, and I, like, love her country stuff, and so, like, Nobody, No Crime, Cowboy Like Me, um, like, those songs, like, just, like, speak to my soul, and then, like, Marjorie just absolutely wrecks me. Like, I love that song, but it, like, the oh, the one line that it's, like, um, asked you to write it down for me should have kept every grocery store receipt. That, like, absolutely wrecks me, because I have, like, a pile of all the receipts that I found of, like, my, like, deceased family's, like, members that, like, I have. Oh, my God. I didn't know It's, that. like, like, no, no, it's fine, but, like, that's, like, it's just, like, oh, it's so good. And, like, the way that she just, like, her mind, her mind. That's all I can say.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: No, my thing is
0: with folklore and especially, yeah, August especially, I think that if I could just rewrite August about November, <laughs> that <laughs> November slipped away like a bottle of wine. Like a bottle, bottle of wine. <laughs> you were never mine. <laughs> you were never mine. Uh, yikes. Yikes. Anyway,
1: um, if he finds this, I swear. <laughs> Whatever. um i'm just thinking about the time you sent me the t- i was thinking about this today because i was eating nachos mm-hmm. and you like sent me the nachos thing and it took me like three years to get it um, i was like nice gif cool gif i was like thanks for the send i appreciate i was like no i'm trying to convey a message, message here <laughs> and i was like cool fun and you were like alexis <laughs> listen to me it was so funny okay sorry (laughs) i keep getting distracted
0: that was a moment that was a day oh my god oh goodness um yeah also okay with folklore and evermore combined though that playlist you like told me to make today most of Uh the songs are from those two albums so wow if yeah they have a lot to do with the hunger games they do (laughs) So, today, um, I'm not going to say I was egged on because I did this of my own accord, but I found so I have this playlist called I Am a Disappointment. It's a private playlist on Spotify. Um, so, no one's ever going to find didn't it. I know it was private. private. Do you want me to make it unprivate? I can make it collaborative so you can see it.
1: <laughs> I'm in even more of a disappointment, so that's fine. We have a collaborative playlist called Even More of a Disappointment, and that one is a vibe. That's, That's all over the place, actually.
0: The disappointment point one, disappointment part one, is also a vibe. I'd say it's, it yeah, it's got more of a vibe where I think with us at add, both adding songs that we think are a vibe makes it a little
1: less of a vibe because it's kind of clashing. But okay, but it's kind of, but that kind of makes it a vibe. Like it's, it goes yeah. from Willow to like, Mr. Brightside, <laughs> to, um, <laughs> what else is on here? Greenlight, We Didn't Start the Fire, a bunch of <laughs> Julie and the Phantom songs. Oh, yeah. It's so good. A lot of Taylor Swift, but disappointed. LaVine Rose, like.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I am a disappointment. I started that because, um, on, there's a special section of the Instagram Explore page, on, um, like, my Instagram Explore page, that it's a lot of people, say, uh, making edits, with the lyrics of Taylor Swift songs um, over, like, cat- pictures of, or, like, screen grabs of Hunger Games. So I was like, okay, some of these actually do not, like, work. Um, like, I would never make an edit, but um, some of those songs do seem like they could be copied and pasted into The Hunger Games. So I made a playlist of those. Love yeah, you. yeah, Dad. Okay. Love you. Love you, too. Good night. Bye, Alexis, this is Dad. Um, Sorry. Yeah, a lot of the songs are like The Hunger Games. So tonight, I found another playlist. I didn't make this one of songs this girl thinks were Taylor Swift wrote for The Hunger Games. And then I sent it to you and I was like, this is this is heinous. This is, this makes no sense. And you're like, yeah, how is that not written by you? And I was like, hold on. I need to go make one that actually makes sense. So then I went and made a one. A better one. A better one. And it's a lot of songs from Folklore and Evermore. Um, where were we even on this PowerPoint? Oh my goodness. But yeah, Folklore released idea. this released in 2020, came and saved us all. The vibes most fit um, that of Red and Safe and Sound. And then the cover art for Folklore, it's this black and white photo of her in the woods with like, a, like longish hair. Some would say Red-esque hair. Um, uh, that, yeah, that's the cover art. Um,
1: I did get myself whole because this, of Taylor
0: Swift. Slide, uh, I did a really good job titling it. I just, it's, I remember it all too well, because all too well on the Red Album. Um, a lot of people compared uh, Folklore to Red and Safe and Sound, and because of this, a lot of uh, listens from r- Listen, the total amount of listens to Red went up when Folklore came out. One, because
1: like. Really? Yeah. Um, That's really interesting. Red
0: was seeing double digit uh, growth in streams.
1: Wow. Okay, the plot thickens again. Does it? Did you know that New Girl came out in the end of 2011? Oh! Oh my god. I didn't know that. I feel like I should have. Yeah. And we've had, like, new girl phases this, we have. this year. We've all, okay. But, like, have we ever gotten out of a new girl phase? No. And no, we haven't. But it has become, like, our comfort show.
0: It has. I think our hair is forever going to hate us for that. I think. Yeah. Yeah, my hair has just
1: gone through. New years. girl is Bang's pop propaganda. Oh, it I think is. we said this in the last episode. Yeah. Also Taylor Swift. But I it think should I be reiterated. Mm-hmm. Yes, but yes, the Safe and Sound music video, she gives up very similar folklore vibes. Yes, she's just walking through the woods.
0: Um, like, there are no... The bangs, Bang. the hair. Mm-hmm. It looks like she's in the Red Era with the folklore album cover. Like, it, it, I mind blown. She <laughs> she's walking through the woods. It's very much safe and sound. And then her hair, this is mostly just because she hasn't been able to go to a hairdresser, I'm assuming, uh, her hair is longer, so the last time her hair was that long was um, red. Because after that, it was pretty short. Um, 1989, it was like shoulder length. And uh, Reputation, it was like collarbone length or longer. I don't know. I feel like you're a crazy stalker fan. I just want to say I've never stalked anybody.
1: <laughs> I do creep on Instagram. I like how you have to say
0: that. Thank you. you have to clarify. hmm Okay. but yeah, both songs, both things bops. Safe and Sound also. Um, it sounds a lot like folklore because it's got like the banjos and it's got um, yeah, it, it just sounds a lot like folklore. Okay. I've said that many times. Okay. So, the real... How much
1: time do we have left? Oh, I don't know. We just, we'll just keep going.
0: Yeah, we can just keep going. This, is, this isn't this is that much longer. Um, so, the real <laughs> inciting incident of all of the incidents... <laughs> leading up, or like in 2020, that made it seem like it's 2012. um, It's because it's the 10-year anniversary of One Direction this year. Um, One Direction, uh, their, when was their anniversary? It was like July, July 23rd. I think that was it. Um, But how did they celebrate 10 years of being icons? They published this website called 10 Years of 1D um, that had- It was 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 a a clown.
1: I thought they were getting back together
0: oh yeah i got my hopes up oh i'm sorry
1: it's okay <laughs> yeah, i'll it move
0: didn't on too much but they uh yeah 10 years of 1d the website um it was cool it was just kind of this like interactive website where you can go through and what, like look at them through their journey as one direction it was cool i enjoyed it it was more like my sister's moment in the summer she made a cake to commemorate 1d it was really funny um it was good cake but they also made a video and then they released um, an expanded edition of Take Me Home, their album from 2012. Um, And there were two new songs, not new songs, like these songs were released on Instagram, or not Instagram, what? YouTube, um, like people have heard them. Uh, Those were Truly, Madly, Deeply, um, Magic and Irresistible—they're um, all Bops, but they released the expanded edition on Spotify, um, and they're great. Truly Madly Deeply was one of my top songs of the year. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, my sister she, keeps, that. she keeps saying she wants um, that to be her like her first dance song at her wedding. Oh, that's cute. Very cute. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good album. It's, it's really good. Okay. So this next bit, this one's a little bit of a stretch. Um, but yeah. On August 25th, 2020, a YouTube channel called um, One Direction Archived uh, leaked a recorded demo from the Take Me Home, from the Take Me Home era called Half the World Away. This was a um, song written by Harry Styles. Um, like the, on the demo, you can only hear Harry. Um, it's not my- it's not the best song. It's fine. If you hear it, if you, if you play it, I will probably skip it. Um, but the channel deleted it soon after posting, um, which is a tragedy, and hmm. uh, fans had made their own lyric videos before, um, uh, the channel th- deleted it, so there's still evidence of the song existing, um, that's good i'm not gonna sing it it, it just goes like because there's a time there's a place and i'm always gonna love you babe okay I, i'd sing it okay well i'll look it up later <laughs> perfect okay is this gonna be the next slide okay we're coming to the end here so what
1: tying has- it all together
0: yes we're tying it all together this bit is a real stretch um this is just me trying to come with like a satisfactory ending the powerpoint what has Josh Hutcherson? I been think you. To? I think it, you succeed. Okay. Oh, thank you. Uh, what has Josh Hutcherson been up to since *Mockingjay* Part Two? Not a whole lot. It seems like this is more than I've been up to since 2012, I'll say. But uh, he hasn't had a lot of like leading roles. The most notable thing that he's done, I think, was this TV show called *Future Man*. Um. Uh, it ran from 2017 to 2020 it was basically about this janitor who leads a boring life um he plays a lot of video games and he beats this level of a video game and a mysterious visitors from the future begin to appear he assembles a team of people to travel through time and save the world but he's a janitor and it's so funny i have no desire to watch it mainly because i watched an interview of him uh i forget who i think he was on it was, it was on Colbert. He was, descri- <laughs> he was describing um, apparently in one episode he has like a really, really large prosthetic penis. <laughs> um, yeah. He does? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no okay. desire to go and watch that just because I think it would scar me. I'm sure it's funny. was everything he does. Is I'm funny.
1: surprised it had three seasons.
0: Me too. I, I feel bad that I don't want to watch it. It was
1: cancelled, but... No, you shouldn't. Directed by Seth Rogen. I'm not the biggest Seth Rogen fan.
0: Neither am I. Everything he watches just makes me... Everything he does makes me, like, a little bit uncomfortable. Just because it's always very... I
1: refuse to watch Sausage Party. Like, I don't even... I've never even seen the trailer.
0: The trailer is, like, scares me so much. It makes... I'm sure everything's, like, funny and in good taste. It's just not my sense of humor. Um, Good taste. (laughs) It's about a bunch of hot dogs making, like, dick jokes. Yeah, okay, so maybe not, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a comedian, so I'm not, like, I can't, uh... Yes, you
1: are. You're a comedian <laughs> in my mind.
0: Oh, thank you very much. I'm. It's mostly accidental. Um, but yeah, okay, so now we know that Josh Hutcherson, he plays a time traveler in his TV show that was canceled in 2020. So, using time travel, Josh Hutcherson brought us back to 2012 on the One Direction 10-year anniversary. (sighs) Mind blown. Was your mind blown? Mine was. Yeah. I remember remember sitting up at like 4 a.m. just coming up with this PowerPoint and being like, I snapped.
1: So I remember waking up to those texts. <laughs> no, I. I, I was <laughs> worried about you. Thank
0: you, as you should have been. I I stayed up to like 4 a.m. the night before you were coming, like flying over to visit me, and we we're gonna go to Acadia. So I was like, I need to go to bed. It I, was. I was like, I have work in the morning. I need to drive to the airport to pick her
1: up. I should not be up this late. <laughs> And he like gave me the whole presentation when I came back. That was amazing.
0: Thank you. Um, but yeah, I remember. I was also I had like an application for an internship due that day, but no, I was still <laughs> making the PowerPoint. I decided that that was like the move instead of applying to. I was applying to. Oh my god, no! It was an internship I like really wanted as well. It wasn't just like oh something that I can like can avoid doing. You do remember that? Like, yeah. So, yeah, it's twenty twelve, guys. It is. Mhm. I'm sorry if you don't. Have- I totally believe this. Thank you so much. No, I feel, i have Also, I will say that twenty like twenty twelve. I was really good friends with my friend Simona, and now I'm. Like, I hadn't talked to her that much since, like, junior high school. Like, we had, we were friendly, and, like, we'd text each other on our birthdays and be like, hey, how you how's it going every now and then? But now she's, like, one of my best friends again, which was exactly how things were in 2012. Um, Aww. Yeah, which is nice. The one, the one thing – I was trying to force this other bit. My best childhood friend, her name was Emma Gossman, um, uh, and then she texted me on my birthday – and I was like, hey, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, I need to get things back to wh- the way they used to be. So I texted her. I was like, hey, um, haven't talked to you in a while. Would love to catch up. And then, uh, she was like, oh, yeah, for sure. And then I was like, oh, hey, or, or would you want to FaceTime sometime? No response. <laughs> so, that was oh. so that was, yeah, no, no. Um, and it wasn't just because I was trying to, like, make a full circle moment. I genuinely wanted to talk to her, and I hadn't talked to her in forever. And I felt bad because, like, we were really close when I was younger. Um, like, she would, like, we were in middle school, and she was, like, every time, or she, for my birthday and, like, all my early like, Christmas and stuff, she always, she was always buying me, like, Hunger Games merch. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was funny. We had, like, butterfly necklaces that said best friends. That was funny. Um, that's adorable. That's adorable. I was playing tennis all the time then too and now I'm a coach at that same club um where I was like living wow full circle moment full circle moment moment. um yeah Yeah. time now
1: I coach those like same 12 year olds Hmm. it's cool I haven't had a moment like that I'm not in touch with anyone from middle school i like left very suddenly i like very dramatically i like made an exit and i just didn't talk to any of them again well i'm glad you got out which i'm pretty okay with Mm -hmm. yeah me too that's great um except i am i am convinced that tiktok is like the new vine resurrected but there are also moments where like tiktok represents like mirrors like Tumblr and so like I think that has been very full circle for me like because I was obsessed with Vine I loved Vine and so like now with TikTok it's like the same like short videos and they're like very funny but then also there's like that whole like alt TikTok and like straight TikTok thing like do you remember that during the summer like that was very like fan th- fandom Tumblr and like
0: mm-hmm. the
1: like cutesy Tumblr
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then also there's been like acephobic. too like stuff on oh, no. on TikTok recently that oh, very God. much mirrors Tumblr era.
0: That's horrible. Tumblr
1: was a mess.
0: Tumblr sounds like a mess. Did you it ever was a fat mess? Did you ever see the? Uh, it was like a Hank Green video, the that, that he made with this group that would make uh, songs and like choreographed dances to like these made up songs about social media platforms. So they had the song called "Tumbling Down Tumblr" and. Hank Green was in it. Um, did you ever see that?
1: hmm did? I did. Love uh, Hank Green on TikTok. That was so funny. Yeah. It, yeah. He's amazing. I love him. He's so funny.
0: He's so funny. He's so great. No. And he tells us what we can and can't eat. Yeah. Don't eat grass. Don't eat paint. Um. <laughs> Pink green's great. I love him so much. I think like that was, ha- yeah, no. I, I, oh, I should have included that in this because I, in 20, 2013, 2014, like the green brothers were very much like a moment for me. Like I was always watching
1: Vlogbrothers brothers and I, um, what? Yeah. Were... Yeah, I loved all their videos, all the I watched, like, I didn't even need their, like, videos for, like, science class and, like, mm-hmm. history class, but I just, like, genuinely enjoyed watching them.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I think Hank Green got me through some, bi- like, a lot of high school science, and then, oh, my Instagram handle for the longest time, um, or my Finsta handle, it was Corruption Eruption because john green he had a um, a crash course video on the gilded age and one of like the transition slides said corruption eruption it was like this volcano exploding and i was for some reason i was like that is hilarious that's iconic and i just made yeah my or oh no, my gosh no it was my rinsed bio so it was like on my real instagram my bio said corruption eruption and i spelled it wrong too <laughs> um and then I made that it that is so funny my first finsta I had it for like a year and a half and it was yeah the the handle was corruption eruption I think I spelled that right um now my finsta is just Isabel for Isabel because I, I, I don't know play on my name for a little bit it was Isabel
1: Loves Wegmans everyone should follow it thank you I think it's a fun time oh I liked that one <laughs> I used to, when I was, like, a freshman through, like, junior in high school, I had the funniest Finsta. It was so, it was top tier. It was so good. I did an acapella version of work by Lil Jon, and, like, I can't remember what else was on it. It was so good. It was incredible. Like, all my friends were, like, this is, like, so, like, even they would, like, admit that it was funny. funny. But then it, like, Junior year of high school was rough, like, really rough. And so, like, it quickly became, like, it wasn't funny anymore. It was, like, just, like, watching someone, like, deteriorate into, like, mental instability. So I, like, deleted it because I was like, this this isn't fun for me anymore. But I wish I I still had some of the old posts.
0: Oh, please restart it. I think. I wish I did. I I think your, like, your private stories now, those Sort of mirror.
1: I have fun with those.
0: Stuff. Those are really funny. I love responding to those. <laughs> I
1: posted some. What did I? Did I post something today? I know. I love it when people respond. Oh yeah. I, today I posted that I did some Zumba toning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I did do some Zumba toning. I'm hoping to teach it next month.
0: That's awesome.
1: Wait. Do you think you'll get a class for that? Yeah. That's awesome. I'm hoping. I am hoping.
0: Oh my god. I
1: was very sweaty today. I had a lot of fun. Should we sign off? Yeah. Sure. Okay,
0: thanks for coming to our bullshit hour. Um, I hope you guys learned my PowerPoint. <laughs> I hope you
1: learned something. Even if it's just that Isabel likes older and younger men. But, just not her age.
0: Yes, just not my age. Um, I will be talking about that with someone. I'll stop recorded. We'll,
1: we'll circle back to it.
0: Okay. will yeah, circle back to this. Okay. Love you. Binders. Love you binders.